Welcome to Sacred Work, the go-to podcast for female entrepreneurs creating impact and income online. I'm your host, Taylor Ray, and I'm the creator of Sacred Funnels, helping you set up systems, automations, and sales funnels so you can grow your audience, increase your impact, and create the freedom you desire. Want to create your own sacred funnel? Download my free blueprint at taylorray.biz forward slash blueprint and I'll walk you through the steps. If you're ready for the perfect blend of spirituality and strategy when it comes to online marketing and building your business, you're in the right place. So make sure you subscribe for new episodes every single week. You ready? Let's go. Hi, and welcome back to Sacred Work. This is Taylor Ray, and today I'm sitting down with Suzanne Adams, and we are talking all about having a spiritual awakening and creating a life doing what you love. Suzanne Adams is a best-selling author, TEDx speaker in the field of spirituality, and author of her new book, Girl Awakened. As a seasoned speaker on NBC, Fox, Hay House Radio, Mind Valley, and many more, Suzanne is creating a powerful ripple of inspiration and positivity. She is a thought leader in the field of personal development, leadership, and consciousness, and can't wait to help you manifest your dreams. About her new book, Gabby Bernstein said it is a mystical story that's fresh, inventive, and will linger with you long after you are finished reading. I'm thrilled to have her on the show today where we talk all about her new book, The Tools of Quantum Physics for Making Your Dreams a Reality, Using Meditation to Create Success and Fulfillment, Spiritual Awakening in 2020, and so much more. As you are listening, make sure you screenshot your favorite parts and tag us at Tayray Official and at Suzanne Adams Inc. Lovely Suzanne Adams, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for joining us. Uh, thank you so much. I'm very happy to be here with you today. Very excited to have you from the other side of the world, looking very much like you're in a commercial at the moment with your hair <laughs> blowing in the wind. It's quite hot for you over there at the moment. So you've got the fan on you and just already, I feel like it's going to be good vibes getting into the episode. <laughs> Amazing. Yeah. We'll call in this ocean, warm ocean energy into this, into this um, conversation. <laughs> I love it. I love it. And like I said to you before, like obviously on my side of the world, things are a little bit different at the moment, just with lockdown. So I'm just going to live vicariously through you and take all of those ocean vibes <laughs> through Perfect. the screen. Uh, I'm so excited that you're here. For those that don't know you, can you give us a little bit of an introduction to yourself and the sacred work that you're doing in the world? Yeah. So again, my name is Suzanne Adams. I am a best-selling author, a TEDx speaker, and really just a woman on a mission to help millions of people connect to their heart and their soul and really create from a place um, of divinity, you know, and I guess really to help people expand to their highest potential, because I think so many of us um, are are waking up and even those of us that have been awake are waking up to that next level. And so really a big part of my work is helping people to reach their highest level of potential and whatever that looks like for um, all of the unique people that I work with. Oh my God, divine. I love it. I love the work that you're doing. And I think you're so right. And I'd love for you to expand a little bit more on that around, you know, the awakening that is happening. And obviously for some people that's been happening for quite a while. And for some people it might be a little bit new for those that aren't really sure what we're even talking about when they say, you know, awakening, like I woke up this morning. What do you mean? Can you give us a bit of a, a background into what that is and how you actually do that work with people? Cause you are doing it on such a mass level and you're doing it from stages and things like that. So how do you facilitate that? in the people that you work with? 
Yeah. So a lot of it is just intuitively. It's, you know, one of my gifts is I'm really able to kind of see a path for someone and um, help to kind of activate something inside of, of them um, that then makes it click, right? Like sometimes we just need someone to see a vision for us and hold a vision for us and then it'll fall into place. So to answer the piece about the awakening, um, I think that can mean a lot of different things to a lot of different people. And I believe that we're, we're waking up every day. Um, obviously we're getting out of the bed, waking up, right. But we're, (laughs) we're also, we're waking up on a soul level, on an energetic level, on a vibrational level to what it is that we really came here to do. And there are some of us that will have these massive awakenings like with me where my intuition just popped wide open and it was like everything in my life just took us, you know, 180 and there was no going backward. I was all in. And so there's some of us that will have, you know, those, these really wild, fierce awakenings. And then there's some people that is happening slowly and gradually and, you know, it's 2020. And so a lot of people are really waking up in different ways. And what I mean when I say waking up is moving from the space of living in an illusion to living in a space of connection and joy. And again, that means a lot of different things. And, you know, sometimes, especially if you've, if you've been in the field of personal development or spiritual healing or learning about energy and happiness and joy and all of that for a long time, so many of us need to be like, I've done the work. I've gone to the retreats. I've, you know, written in my journal. I've meditated for years. <laughs> but the thing is, is it's an ever-evolving journey. And as long as we're breathing, we're growing and we're learning and we're waking up to. And so, you know, I do believe we are in the time of great awakening because we've all been faced with everything changing. And everything shifting. And, you know, you were saying this so beautifully before we, we hit record about everything's on purpose and there's got to be opportunity. And, and I believe that 100% too. And that's, that's what I teach. And so I think for people waking up, I would, I would actually encourage everyone listening to this to really tune into their own heart and see what that means to them. Because it means something a little bit different to each of us uniquely, but then it also means something to all of us collectively. Mm, I love that. And I think that last little point is just so powerful where like individually we're all going through our journeys, but collectively we're all rising as well, which is so beautiful. And also I love what you said where it's, it is an ever evolving journey. You know, it's not something that you can be like, Oh, cool. Just tick that off my list and the work is done. Like, you know, it is so expansive. And to me, that's definitely one of the most beautiful bits about it is it's not like you're ever sort of, you know, trying to hit a certain goal and you can just sort of like, you know, dust your hands off and you're done with it. It's like, no, you can continue to grow, evolve, expand. And I think that that's such an amazing thing, such a gift of life. And for you, I'd love to know a little bit about like what, how it started for you. So what was your awakening like? And maybe give us a bit of a contrast to like what it was like before and where you were at, as opposed to where you're at now and how that process came about. Oh, of course. Okay. So before my awakening, I was, um, living what I like to call surface level happiness, meaning like I I pretended to be happy a lot and I wasn't even aware that I was doing that. It was like I was pretending to myself too. And um, as when I kind of what led to my awakening was just a turn of events. Um, I was deeply in love with a man. We almost got married and that didn't end up working out. And it, you know, my heart was just broken from that. I um, had had a career um, that was going very well, and all of a sudden, it wasn't feeling, it felt like 
I don't want to say soul crushing, but, uh, but soul crushing, like I would go to work and I had always been fulfilled and loved what I did so much. And it just, it didn't, it, it was like feeling very, very icky. Um, I ended up just kind of getting into this depression and I was numbing out with wine um, every single day. And I knew that that really wasn't who I was. So again, before awakening, I was someone that cared a lot about what other people thought. I was a huge, huge people pleaser without even being aware of it. Um, not necessarily to like everyone around me. It was more like wanting to please a few people in my life, like really wanting to make them proud, you know? Um, and then really just kind of trying to cram myself into a box that didn't have my name on it, doing all the things that society told me I was supposed to do. Right. And so as I got into this space of, of this depression, it, I knew that like none of this was who I am, you know, like I knew I'm not the girl that sits on the sofa and drinks wine every day to numb out. And that's what I was doing, you know, and I knew that I wasn't the girl walking around, you know, at this point I couldn't even pretend to be happy anymore because it just, I didn't have it in me. I remember a friend of mine sitting across the table from me and saying like, I don't mean to be rude, but you look like hell. Are you okay? <laughs> and I was like, no, I'm, I'm not, you know? And one day I remember sitting on the sofa and, and I talk about this briefly in my TEDx talk um, that I was just sitting on the sofa staring at the clock waiting for it to be five o'clock because in my mind, if I could wait till five, then I, you know, it was acceptable because I was like just having a cocktail at happy hour, having a glass of wine at happy hour. So I really convinced myself of that, right? So I was sitting on the sofa one day, just like staring at the clock waiting, like waiting is like 458, 458, 458, 459. And, you know, it was like 459 for, forever. And uh, yeah, and I literally like, like fell to my knees and looked up and just said a prayer and was like, you know, it was like these tears just start falling down from my face. And I just could listen. I was finally for that. It was like that instant where I was willing to listen to, to my inner guidance system and to my own intuition. And it was this feeling like deep, deep, deep buried inside of me saying, I know that you're meant for more and you were meant for so much more. There has to be more to this. And I started to listen to that. And like these tears just came streaming down my face. And I looked up and I prayed and I said, show me the way. I know this is not what I'm supposed to be doing. Like, help me, you know? And then it was like, after that, like, I didn't, I didn't get to go have the glass of wine at five o'clock that day. And that just stopped right there. And it wasn't, it had only been a couple months that I was doing that. So it's not like, you know, there was a true addiction, but it was a true numbing, which many people do in, in our own various ways. Right. Yeah. And so um, I just became activated. I became obsessed with listening to podcasts like this and reading books and learning about energy and vibration and frequency. And I was doing anything I could to dive in because it was all new to me. Like I didn't really realize like, oh, I never thought like, oh, I'm actually a soul inhabiting a human body. Like that was a foreign idea to me. And so when I had this realization, this like, it just like opened my mind to so much. Right. And with that, my consciousness opened and with that, a huge awakening. And I'm very, very intuitive. And I had used my intuition in my career and that's why I had done very well with it. And, you know, once I started to use it consciously, it was amazing understanding it. But in the beginning, I was afraid. I was really scared because I didn't know what was happening as my intuition started opening up and I started to see things and hear things. And it was very, very scary for me um, mm -hmm. understanding that. 
So that was a very long answer to your question, but that was really kind of how my, my story started. Yeah, it's phenomenal. And I love a good long story, especially when I ask <laughs> about those sort of questions. I really do want to dive deep and for myself and for the audience to hear and to understand what your journey is like and how you've gotten to where you are today. And I resonate with so much of what you said like and those who have listened to the podcast for a long time will know that they know my story too very similar like literally just like that rock bottom moment in my life of just like what the actual fuck like I don't know what is going on so many tears so much anxiety and that that moment where it's just like for me I was like walking down my hallway and literally and I said to you before we were recording like it's happening for you not to you like I live my life by that statement because that was the first time I heard or was willing to hear my intuition and that's what I heard it's happening for you not to you this whole shitty thing that's going on and that was the catalyst for everything I did the exact same thing as you I was like okay give me the podcast give me the books like all the things so I feel you so much and I feel like so many people listening will really resonate with that story whether they have gone through it themselves whether they're in it right now or whether they're in the begin the, the pre you know and they're just like oh god like there's got to be more than this yeah. um and I think no matter what part of your journey you're on you can relate to it and it does really allow you to go okay cool like you know it's either I've been through it and I can really relate or okay there's more than where I'm at right right now. So that's phenomenal. And I guess, you know, for, for those who are listening and maybe wanting to open up more to tapping into their intuition. And I have had a lot of questions about this over the past, but I would love like your take on this around really starting to listen to it and to tap into it. And I think sometimes the biggest thing that people struggle with there um, is the concept around like, you know, we know we've got an inner voice and I know like your parent, my mom used to say it to me all the time, like, you know, listen to your gut Taylor, like, mm -hmm. you know, and I think it circulates a lot, but sometimes we can get confused. Like, and then if we're aware of like intuition versus ego, so like, am I being pulled in an egoic way or am I being pulled in an intuitive way? And sometimes people get really caught up in their mind around mm -hmm. which voice do I listen to? So I would love your take on this to how to actually really start to tap into that intuitive guidance. Yeah. So I think the first step is just really being aware of the power that you have and the connection that you have and understanding that you have every answer you could ever need right inside of you. Right. And so if you think about it from like a super grounded place, it's like a hunch or like you said, that gut feeling, you know, and so it's like, um, it's like things that we're taught to listen to in an extent, you know, from the beginning, it's like, trust your gut, trust your hunches. Like that is your intuition. And then from a woo woo perspective, it's more like you get that, you get that vision or you get that download and it's just a knowing and it is just something that you, you know, and you're so connected to. And so it's like one of those things where if you're trying to open up your intuition, the first thing I'd say is really practice dropping into your heart and what you, the ways to do that are deep breaths, just even just putting your hands on your heart meditation. Um, even if it's for five minutes every day, because what happens is our intuitive channels get clogged. They get clogged by the toxic media that most people have blaring in their homes all day long by, um, judgment, of, you know, judgment from ourselves, judgment that we take on from others by, um, alcohol, sugar. I, I have a glass of wine here and there. I'm not telling everyone not to drink and you honor your body, whatever is good for you. There will maybe be a time in my life when alcohol doesn't suit me. There's certainly been times where I've had, you know, a year detox and, um, sugar, is not the best for it. It just kind of depends. And everyone is different. So we have to 
we have to try it on for size and, and see what feels good to us. Now, when you get to the question of how do I know if it's my intuition or my ego, the way to know is your intuition is never going to make you feel bad. Your intuition. Now, I'm not saying it's not going to hurt to get real with yourself and maybe sit with some of your wounds and your pains and your fear. I'm not saying that, but I'm saying, you know, the voice of your ego is going to be like, now, get it now, 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 you know, where the voice of your heart is like, yeah, today would be a good day, you know, or you've got all the time you need, you know, because your, your intuition can nudge you from a like girl get going kind of like with me and it sounds like with you, like that big awakening was actually my intuition telling me like, honey, it's time. It's time to get aligned with your soul and your purpose and your mission and go. But I needed that kind of wake up call to listen. Right. Yeah. And so our egos start to tell us they're just, it's just a meaner voice when we're trying to decipher. Yeah. It's funny what you say there about like the, like, it's time, like it's time now. Like, did you find that prior to that awakening for you, there were little signs and like little nudges along the way? Cause that's definitely what happened. I was ignoring the shit out of them <laughs> until that big point. Yeah. Okay. So when you, if you read my book, Girl Awakened, it's funny because it's actually like, it's a, it's a book about a girl having a spiritual awakening it's fictional. I'm doing air quotes and it's so based on my story. And when you read it, you're going to be like, this book was written about me. Mm -hmm. And so in the book, I do the process. So for me, like a lot of things that actually happened to me happened to Samantha in this story. So like I went to Sedona and I had a shamanic astrologer do this reading for me. And, and I always kind of make this joke and I say, spirit got to me through luxury spas because I love, <laughs> I love like luxury spas and travel and adventure. And so my, I had a girlfriend that invited me to go to Sedona with her and I didn't never even heard of it, but I like Googled and looked at the photos and I was like, count me in. Yes. <laughs> and we ended up at this amazing resort, which now I've hosted five, five or six retreats at in Sedona. Wow. And um, it's gorgeous. Like you're just there and it's like a panoramic view of the Red Rocks. You feel like you're in a movie scene. And mm -hmm. so I had gone there with her and this was a few years before my awakening, but I was so excited. I was like, ah, this is awesome. I was like, well, I'm doing whatever we're supposed to do here. Tarot cards, shamanic healer. You know, like I didn't know. I really was not spiritual. I didn't know any of this stuff. I was like, I don't want to say I'm not spiritual, but I wasn't consciously aware of those things, you know? So we're like, I'm getting the tarot card reading. I'm at the spa. I go to the shamanic astrologer and he ended up doing this like two or three hour reading for me. And in the reading, he ends up telling me that I was going to be this world renowned spiritual teacher doing, you know, touching millions. And I literally spit my drink out in his face because it was so laughable at the time. I'm like, this joker has no idea what he's talking about. But then it, it, it as I was saying that it, it hit me in my heart and it resonated though too. And I never forgot it. Right. Mm -hmm. So there was a lot of things like that. Like there was another time at a spa where um, I had got a chakra, like cleansing massage. I didn't even know what chakras are, were, you know, so those kind of little things and then other things. Yes, I think mm -hmm. so for sure. 
So funny. And it's so funny too. Like he literally scripted your life to you and you're just like, mm, no, 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 no. Like, and then like ego moment, like, no, 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 we're not ready for that. We're not ready for that. Let's keep playing small. Don't worry about it. Don't listen. Don't listen. And then look where you are now. And you know, it was literally like such a, a forecasting and visualization of where you would end up. So yeah, I, I remember I interviewed someone on the podcast a while back, but they gave a beautiful analogy where it's like, you know, the universe is going to, it's going to start, it's going to tickle you on the nose with a little feather and then it's going to throw a brick and then it's going to be a Mack truck and it's up to you at which stage you decide to listen and for some of us we'll pick it up at the feather with the little signs and for some like you and I it takes the Mack truck of like okay that, right. that moment where it's like we've just gone so far with just being like no no we can ignore that we can ignore that until it's like no it's time to listen now so that's amazing I love that spirit found me through luxury spas <laughs> <laughs> what a nice place to hang out with spirit. I love it. Totally. Totally. It. So good. Um, I'd love to touch a little bit just on like um, resources, books, podcasts that, cause I know that for a lot of people, especially if they are sort of just getting started, it's really nice to sort of just be referred to different things that can help with that journey. So that, are there any standout books or resources or podcasts that really helped you along the way? Yes. So the seat of the soul was a book that rocked my world in a lot of ways. And The Seat of the Soul is a book by Gary Zukoff. And here's the thing though, you have to be really, really activated to get it because it's like one of those books that it's like super complicated. And, um, you know, I don't know, but for me, it was like that, I started reading it like in the perfect time. And it was one of those things. And I was like, oh my gosh, yes. 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 You know, like it was like every, I was like talking about human evolution and like all of these things that was just so, you know, relevant to me in the moment. But it, like, I started like buying copies and giving it out to everyone. And people are like, I can't read this book, you know? So it's one of those things where it's like, you have to be activated. And I actually ended up reading it twice back to back because I was like, I didn't digest enough of it because it's the, the way that it's written. And, you know, that book was actually one of the biggest inspirations for my book, Girl Awaken, because I wanted to write something that was like easily digestible, but that taught the same lessons. And it was like a really fun, magical, mystical story, but, you know, it was still giving you the tools and you're still learning, you know, learning, but it's, you don't have to be activated. And in fact, you don't even have to be conscious to enjoy it, but if you are conscious, you will. So that, that book was pivotal in my life for so many reasons. I would say, um, the return to love was a big one for me. Um, and then one that I'm, I'm can't get enough of right now is uh, the game of life and how to play it mm -hmm. by Florence Shin. Have you read that one? No, it's on my list though. It's so good. Get it today. So uh, that one and my book, Girl Awakened. Yeah. <laughs> both, both of those, everyone go get those today. Um, the, it's so good. I have it on, I like it on audible because I just play it while I'm walking and yeah. it's like, she talks about like, like, like claim the situation, baptize the situation as blessed. Now it, it has a lot of, um, it's biblical. So if the Bible doesn't resonate with you, you might not like it, but the Bible does resonate with me. And so I love it. And, um, mm -hmm. I don't know, it's one of those that it's, it, I had never found it until this year. And I'm like, how did I never found this book? So that one is hot for me right now. Um, I would say those, probably those are the, or three I would love to recommend. Yeah, no, that's phenomenal. And yeah, great, great list. It's so funny. Like 
just how you have these like monumental books or some sort of resource or a podcast or something like that that just like is so pivotal for you. Like, and I remember that myself in my own journey. And it's funny how you said like, you know, for the seed of the soul that requires that sort of awakening or consciousness or realization to be able to really take it in. Cause I remember I, when I was about 20, 20, 21, I went and did three months around Europe. And before I left, my stepdad gave me the power of now. And I was like, yeah, cool. Sounds good. Like took it with me to Europe. And I'm like in Croatia, like by a pool, trying to read the power of now and hating every second of it. Like this fucking book, like I do not understand not taking it in literally for three months, like this whole trip, I'm trying to read this book and I was like, it's just not sinking in. And I ended up giving up and was like, whatever, I don't need it. And then now, like now I'm 28, but it's so funny. Like thinking about it, it's literally on my bookshelf, like right next to me, that book, I read it, I don't know, let's say a year or two ago now, but I was into my spiritual journey and I'd gone mm-hmm. through my whole awakening and it was like, everything I read was just a confirmation of what I knew to be true. And every page was like, Oh, exactly like you. Yes. Yes. Oh my God. Like speaking to my soul. Like, and it's just so funny. And I just share that because I think sometimes, you know, if we, if we, you know, hear a book, like a recommendation, like right now and you give it a go and you're like, Oh, this is not resonating. Like it's just not sinking in for me. Like put it on your shelf. My auntie always says this, put it on your shelf. And when the time is right, it will call you. And mm-hmm. I think that sometimes that can be a really good little reminder as well. And sometimes you need to go through some other little opening arm for transformation and then the timing will be right but those are very good ones to definitely pop on the list i love it and audible great tip as well gabby bernstein's um judgment detox for me was a very big one um Mm -hmm. some very transformational things in my life relationships in my life because of that book and that was an audible one as well so yeah really really good um speaking of tools and things like that you talk about the tools of quantum physics in terms of making your dreams a reality and you have a ted talk with over a million views regarding this topic i would love for you to i know we don't have time for an entire TED talk, but I'd love for you to just go into, you know, some of the main points around this and how people can start to use that as well. Yeah. Okay. So this is one of my favorite things to talk about. And again, because pre-awakening, I didn't understand any of this. And then as I started to learn about, you know, purpose and energy and joy and, and frequency and vibration, I realized like, holy shit, like this is, you know, it, like we truly can, can create from this place of, of, of energetics, right? Mm-hmm. And so I like to, when you say quantum physics, people are like, what? Like, what even is that, you know? And what I want to say is you don't even have to know and you don't have, the PhD people get really mad at me when I, I just talk about it in layman's terms because I'm like, that's the whole point. Like, yeah. we don't have to get like lost in all these complicated theories that, you know, those are great for the people mm-hmm. they serve. But for, you know, math, the mass of humanity, really all we need to know is that quantum physics breaks down um, to prove that everything in the planet c- consists of atom cells and molecules. And the reason that that matters is everything has a vibration. Right. So meaning, you know, the, the mirror behind you has a vibration, whatever phone or radio or think computer that people are listening to this on has a vibration. The words that we're speaking and the energy has a vibration, right? You can feel it. So, um, in the TEDx, I shared the, the Hertz vibration scale, which basically just shows our emotions and feelings that emit energy. So if you think about like fear, shame, grief, like those are really contracted, low vibrational 
um, energies. And that doesn't mean that you're not supposed to feel them because I want to be clear, like I'm never a fan of, you know, not, we go through these emotions, just like I went through the depression and I went through the numbing, right? To get into that place of connectedness. And then there's the next layer, <laughs> right? So it's like, it's not like we bypass these feelings or ignore these feelings. In fact, the way through them is to sit with these feelings, acknowledge them, be aware of them. And in that awareness, we, we automatically turn up and raise our vibration. And so understanding that, you know, it is scientifically proven that our bodies are frequencies and vibrations and that our thoughts emit, emit a signal means that we're really able to create from the way that we think and the way that we feel and the energy that we put out. And to me, that is so powerful because regardless of where you are, regardless of what circumstances you've been handed, you're able to shift it and turn it around with the right tools. Can you feel my passion coming through? I can. I love it. I was basking in it as you, I was like, just keep going, keep talking. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's so, so good. And I love, I love what you do because I think, and it's, you touched on it earlier, like with your book, Girl Awakened and, you know, you know, talking about this and how you said, you know, putting it in layman's terms, which some people may not necessarily love when they love, you know, the, the more in-depth scientific talk, but I think that it's so important. And I think that it is so beautiful because it does really allow those of us who don't have a PhD in this to really start to understand how we can be really understanding it and then making shifts in our own life to then raise our vibrations to then call in more of what we are an energetic match for, you know? And I think, you know, breaking it down into that easy way is actually what is needed, especially as so much of the awakening is happening for so many people. We want it to become easier to talk about and easier to understand and, you know, not something that gives you a headache to read, you know, something that you can get caught up in like your book and actually enjoy reading it, but also be getting all these beautiful little shifts along the way. So no, I think that that's absolutely phenomenal. And, you know, obviously with quantum physics and raising your vibrations, like something that you do is use meditation a lot. Now I'd love for you to sort of speak about meditation and how you use it to create success and fulfillment. And if there's a process that you go through, like I know that because I've been doing meditation for a long time. Breath work's another thing that I do. I get a lot of questions, you know, do you do guided meditation? Like, you know, what sort of meditation do you do? Do you have music? Like talk us through what your meditative practice is like. Sure. So I have meditated every day for about six and a half years. I haven't missed one single day. So that's how important it is to me. And um, you know, everyone is different, right? Some people, some athletes, their meditation is they get on a bike and they're, you know, they're riding for a long time or they're jogging or um, swimming, right? So meditation can look different for different people. For me, um, I personally will like need a minimum of 10, 15 minutes a day of quiet. And that quiet can be just silence that quiet. I like, I do like music. I like guided meditations. I love to create guided meditations because that's what really changed my life. So in the beginning, I always tell people start with a guided meditation. That's what I did. I think it was Oprah and Deepak was the first one that I started listening to. And then from there I found other ones. And then um, I started to go to retreats at events and I learned about all this amazing heart opening spiritual music. And then I started just listening to the music and it started kind of 
doing my own. And I, I've gone through phases over the years where I would do mantras, you know, some days I would just do the mantra of peace or the mantra, mantra of groundedness and just say it over and over. Um, but now what I do typically is, um, I have some guided meditations that I like that I've had people create specifically for me for something. I've created some for myself for me. <laughs> listen, it's funny when you listen to your own, you know, um, oh, or I'll be, I feel that's amazing. I love it. Yeah. I'll be at an event and I'll be on the stage and something powerful will come out of my mouth. And I'm like, I want that recorded, you know? So then I'll get like a little MP3 and I'll just listen to it because yeah. it truly is just bringing in a higher frequency and a higher vibration. So like, Every morning, you know, instead of getting up and looking at our phones, you know, I believe if you close your eyes and just tune in, tune into the infinite possibilities. Joe Dispenza calls it, you know, the quantum field and a lot of the science, there is a quantum field which exists, which is all, anything that you could ever desire. And so if you can anchor into that first thing in the morning and just start anchoring into that field of infinite possibilities, knowing that it doesn't have to be, you know, based on your reality. So 2020 is the perfect example. I've been, t been talking to so many clients about this. Um, you know, you can choose to let your reality create your energy or you can create your reality with your energy. And I'm actually also writing a whole book about this. So mm -hmm. it's really about tuning into the energy of what you want and what you desire instead of tuning into the energy of what is. And there's a quote that I said a long time ago that people quote me on sometimes, and it's mm -hmm. called, keep your, keep your reality away from my fantasy. And it's... <laughs> So many people want to come in and say, is that realistic? And I'm like, is anything that I'm doing now, was it realistic five years ago? No, it wasn't, right? And how did I get there? It wasn't from asking, is this realistic? It was from getting in the energy, getting in the state, turning up my vibration, committing to meditation, getting in that space, and then doing the inspired action, whatever that is, you know, to go to the event, to get on Instagram and message that person, to hire the coach, to get in the group that's going to inspire me, to let go of some toxic relationships, to get myself in front of the ocean, like whatever it is. And, and I still am in that process now, like for what's next for me, it's not realistic. The things that I want right now aren't realistic at all, but I know that I know the tools and how to make them become a reality, right? Yes. Oh, speaking my language, you get to create your reality. And that is just such a powerful little takeaway right there. <laughs> I love that quote. I think that's so good. You should get that like on bumper stickers or like t-shirts or something like that. Yes. But honestly, just, it's so, so true. And like, you think about it, like go back 20 years, like, would it be possible that you and I would be sitting on opposite sides of the world? looking at each other on a computer screen recording a podcast that then thousands of people are going to listen to like no <laughs> that wouldn't have been something that people would be like yeah okay good one like or maybe we'll go 30 years back but not that long ago like I'm young enough to well old enough I don't know what the right term is there but to remember when like the internet was being like introduced in my school oh, yeah. like, and that was a big deal and it's like well now like our whole lives are functioning around that so you know if that can happen like literally anything that you want that you desire that comes in that is intuitively given to you like you get to create that if you choose it so yeah love that so much so empowering and it really segues really nicely into what i wanted to talk to you about which is something that you do mention which is you know moving from that have to do into get to do in terms of you know doing more of what you love and creating a life that is centered around your passion and obviously you've been able to do that so well in your life and it's largely a lot of you know our listeners are really either doing that now or wanting to move into doing that so in terms of obviously your journey and some of the steps that you've taken 
what would be some of your advice to someone who wanted to start to create a reality for themselves where they get to do what they're actually passionate about and share their gifts with the world? Well, the first step is to get really still and quiet and figure out what it is that you desire right? So step one is, and, and again, this is at every level. So back with me, when I was having my, my first big awakening and I knew I had to, needed to shift my life up, up, turn upside down, I had to get still and quiet and go within and figure out what was really on my heart because our minds and our brains are going to tell us something different. Like we're supposed to go do this job and we're supposed, and I'm not saying that, that everyone listening to this that wants to change their life is in the wrong job because sometimes you're in the right, exactly the right place and you just need to shift a few things or shift your mindset or shift your energy or, or shift the way that you're doing that, right? So it doesn't always have to be this whole big quit your job, do the thing thing to really be aligned with your soul. So get still, get quiet, go within, figure out what it is that you desire. Step number one. Step number two is keep your reality away from my fantasy. <laughs> Don't let people around you that are not supportive of your fantasy in that fantasy, right? And this is a hard one because Sometimes people can't see us as our next level, mm. you know, until we get there. And so sometimes we've got to find people that will cheer us on and, and really keep, keep our dreams a little bit quiet, but, but while doing that energetically align to them. Right. So there's so many different ways to do that. And then step three, so step one, get quiet, go within. Step two is really align your energy to what it is that you desire. So you're tuned in to the infinite possibilities of what your heart and soul told you when you were quiet. You are not focused on what everyone else is telling you is possible. You are not focused on what looks realistic and you are not focused on the how. You are energetically tuned in. You get yourself around the people and the spaces and places that align your energy. You find the meditations that will elevate you. You get in nature. You, you, you know, you do the earthing and the ground and get barefoot and soak that in. Figure out where you lose time and spend more time doing that. Okay. So all of those things. And then the third part is the strategy piece. Take the grounded. We live in a 3D reality. Well, it's shifting, you know, 3D to 5D, but we live in a 3D reality where we have to do the human thing. And that means if you want a business, then you do the things to, to start a business. And it doesn't necessarily mean if you're just brand new. Like I've had clients that think, oh, I have to do the website and then I have to do the thing. No, you don't. You get clear on it. You get your clients and then you build as you go. Mm -hmm. Or if you have the website, you know, there's so many different things. Or if you want to take what you're doing in your career and up level it, if you're in a corporation, you do the things that you need to do that. I have a lawyer right now that's one of my clients and he's wanting to create this thing. And he's been wanting to create this thing for like two or three years. And I asked him, I said, have you done X, Y, Z, which is like, yeah, this is the way my mind works. Like I'm really able to just to see visions for people and to see the path. And he's like, well, no. And I'm like, well, how do you think that's going to come if you don't do these tangible things? Very simple. Right. So it's like one of these, the third piece is the grounded strategy piece, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. which I love that you touched on as well. Cause that's, I'm very big on that. And it's, it's always sort of like irks me when people are like, you know, just call it in, just feel into it. And I'm like, and then like, what about the things? Like <laughs> load on your meditation pillow and wait for it to knock on your door. <laughs> I'm 
someone just lobs it in, throws it in your window and it lands in your lap. Like, no, like you are one half of the equation. The universe is the other, like do your bit, like take that inspired action. So love that you touched on that as well. And I'm, I operate the exact same way, like really feeling into it, really get intentional, like visualize it, see it as already being done and then take action that aligns with that version of you. Like, and so I love that three-step process because it does just make it really easy to blend, which I talk about all the time, the spiritual piece with the strategic piece. And that's what's going to actually call it in fast. And I'll add to that, you know, that's the same process I'm doing now, right? Like, so that was the process I did then. And there's always new levels. And like, for me, you know, I speak on so many stages when the world shut down, a lot of my business changed and all these, everyone was all freaking out. And, you know, I had all these clients with these businesses, like no one has money. And I'm like, nah, ah, ah. and I was able to help them with create pivots of like, how can we see the opportunity in this and how can we pivot in a way that's going to create more success and more alignment. And even for me in my own business, I, I wasn't actually going to launch my book right now. Like this book is a product of COVID-19 because it had been done. It had been written and done, but I was, didn't have the time or space to launch it. Right. And then when the world got shut down and uh, you know, a lot of the stages that I was going to speak on were no longer a thing. Mm -hmm. Then I was like, what do I, I I got still and quiet. And I said, what is on my, I have time and space. Like I haven't had in in years, you know, Mm -hmm. and what is on my heart to create and get out into the world. And I was like, Oh yeah, I have this book that I've written that I've just been sitting on because I haven't had the time or space. And so it was so perfect, you know, the timing of it. So good. Again, brings us back like for you, not to you. And I think that that is the most powerful thing and COVID or any other hard circumstance that may impact, you know, you listening um, at any time in your life, whether it's happened in the past or it's yet to happen. It's all just about remembering, like, how can you look at it differently? How can you pivot? How can you see it as an opportunity? Like obviously what you've done. And I've definitely felt that in my business and, you know, my biz besties, like we've all had this huge expanse here. You know, we're through like there's three of us, three of us, but we're all Melbourne based. And for us, it's just been very much like, okay, how can we pivot? How can we open up? How can we do things differently? And all of our businesses have grown so much and expanded so much in this time. And it's exactly what you said, where it's like, how can you look at this as an opportunity? How can you pivot? How can you do it differently? So I love that so much. And yeah, as you said, like the stages are closing down, but you know, so much is opening up in terms of getting your book out into the world, which is phenomenal. Um, Let's talk about your book a little bit. So you have touched on it and given us a little bit of a sort of like here and there little snippets, but for those who are listening and like, "Hmm, sounds like a good thing. Who is the book for? So the book is for anyone that wants to dive into a high vibe, magical, mystical story and get so lost inside of this story that they don't want to put it down. It is for someone that wants high vibe entertainment and that wants to expand their soul and feel really, really activated and really on power and on purpose while they're reading the story. Okay. Mm -hmm. So this book is, um, what I love about this book is so many, like I said, when you read it, you're going to say, you wrote this about me. I cannot tell you how many DMS I get. And they say, you wrote my story. You wrote my story and it's my story actually, but I wrote it in a way where the reader will see themselves in Samantha Mm -hmm. because we all go on, even though things like you probably didn't go to Sedona and see a shamanic astrologer, you're going to resonate with that piece of the story, right? And it's fiction. So 
you know, there's a lot of truth. That's the other thing is everyone's messaging me like, what, wait, is this part true? Or did you make that, did that really happen? And it's so funny, <laughs> but yeah. And so a lot of people also are gifting this book. So let's say you have someone that you've kind of wanted to open up spiritually and maybe they've been resistant or maybe they haven't been on the path or maybe they're just waking up now because of everything that's happened. This book, Girl Awakened, serves as like a guidebook of awakening. Mm. And so what if you're conscious, you're going to dig it because you're going to think it's your own story. And you're going to, there's just like the light that moved through me in this book. You can feel it. Whether you're listening to it on audible or whether you're reading it, you will feel it. You will be activated. Your soul will be on fire in a really perfect and powerful way. And so for the person, you know, the intention with this book is like, so the intention with my TEDx was to create a, a powerful conversation about freak mainstream conversation about frequencies, vibrations, and help it help to make it easy. This book, the same thing it is written to help shift consciousness for people that are ready for it, for people that don't even know they're ready for it, but their soul is looking for it. Mm -hmm. And so it, it starts a conversation and it is it done in a really, like a really magical, mystical, fun way where it's one of those, did you, I read the Twilight, all the Twilight books. And, and I couldn't put them down. And so my, I was like, how can I create the seat of the soul, but like this in, yeah. in this medium. So everyone's wanting to read it. They can't get enough of it. And so you're getting the, the upgrades, you're getting the consciousness opening, you're getting all of that, but you're also getting this really amazing, entertaining story. So good. I love it. Seat of the soul slash hot, like hybrid version with Twilight. <laughs> Well, so what I like to call it, like Harry Potter meets Eat, Pray, Love. Mm. Oh, that's, that's very good. Those also both speak to me. So yes. Yes. That's a nice <laughs> little description of it. I love it. What was the process for you in writing the book? Like, what was that process actually like? I have friends who have written books and for everyone, it's very, very different. So I'd love to just get a little behind the scenes look at what that was like. Okay. So we're going to have to backtrack a minute because this is complicated. So I left it out earlier, but basically long and short of it is when I had my first, like when I had my really big awakening that I talk, we talked about earlier. I was praying so desperately for to find my purpose because I was like, life purpose, like this is what we should be taught in first grade. Like, how do I, you know, how am I at this point in my life? And I don't know what my purpose is. And so I was praying and praying and praying. And, you know, I teach people now, like, you know, you, the answer may come through in your meditation or it might come at another time, you know? And so for me, I've been praying for, I don't know, a few months to find my purpose, to really get clarity on that. And I will never forget, I was in Atlanta, Georgia, where I used to live and where I had lived, you know, for basically ever before I came here. And um, I was running like out on this jog and all of a sudden, like, boom, boom, like both my feet hit the pavement and it was like, brrr, this huge download came in. And it was like, all of a sudden I was clear. I was like, Oh my God, I know exactly what I'm going to do. I'm going to write this book. And this book is going to be about a girl having an awakening. It's going to be inspired by me and all of the amazing trips that I've done and all the things that have led into this moment and all the things that I've learned and I'm learning and I'm going to share this story, but it's going to be like a spiritual version of Twilight and it's going to be a trilogy and then it's going to go on to be a movie and it's going to help to change the world. Like I had this whole like big yeah. download. So I wrote, actually wrote the, uh, the first version. So this is actually kind of a second upgraded reimagined version. So I launched a book in 2015 called Musing of an Earth Angel. And that was the first version, if you will, of Girl Awaken. 
And the behind the scenes was I had no literary background. I didn't know what, how I was, people were, I didn't tell anyone. I remember keep your reality away from my fantasy. I didn't tell anyone because people are going to be like, why are you quitting your amazing job that you've worked so hard to get where you're at at? And then now you're, um, you're doing what? You're going to do what? So I wrote, I just took a year off of basically like life. And I wrote this book and I went in and it was, I was just so connected and words were just moving through me on the page and it was so healing. And I hired an editor because I had no idea like how to really make this a book. And it took about a year from like, I had that idea and about a year later I was launching it. And so I kicked off my career with this book called Musings of an Earth Angel and it it was similar, but different. And so I ended up, you know, it, it served me very well. Like it ended up getting me on Hay House Radio very quickly in my career and people would find me, they'd read this book and they'd come find me on the internet and then they'd want to go on a retreat or, you know, want to sign up for a program. And so it served me very well. And then about two years after it was published, it was so, my intuition was so strong, take it off the market. It's not, it needs to be better. It needs to be better. So I pulled it off the market hired a different editor and we dove in and we, we basically up-leveled it, reimagined it. So it's, so for people like that have read Musings of an Earth Angel and now they're reading Girl Awaken, they're like, oh my God, it's even better. The first one was good and I didn't think it could get better, but this one is better. <laughs> so, yeah, it's like a, it's a similar storyline, very different book. And there are pieces of that book that aren't in this one that will be in book two. Um, there are pieces of that book that were just taken out. There are pieces in this book that weren't in that book. And the whole thing is just vibed up and reimagined. So it's really, it's, it's been a unique process for me. That's so beautiful. I can just imagine you on your jog as well. Like you probably never ran home faster in your life. Like I've got to get this down. I've got to write it out. Like, cause the download just comes through so strong and you're like, I've got all the answers. So how phenomenal. So is that, that's what's next for you is now looking at, you know, building out the second and the third book and turning it into a movie. Like what's happening next? Yeah. I mean, I'm already in conversations with some Hollywood producers and I mean, that thing takes a while, but it, this is definitely going to be on the screen. Like I'm so unattached to it now. Five years ago, I was like, must be movie, must be movie, must be movie. And now it's just like, I'm here. I live in Laguna beach, you know, an hour from Hollywood and or, or Los Angeles. And I'm meeting people that are like, Oh, you need to meet so-and-so about the screenplay. They need to do the screenplay for like, people are just coming to me. I'm not even actively looking at it. And I really literally have been connected with three different, very well connected people in the last you know month or so. And so it's one of those things where it is divine. It will happen. I'm very unattached to movies coming. Um, I mean, I'm definitely like, I'm building out like a whole like girl awakened society. That's going to be like, um, a little membership program. It's going to be so cute. So it's just for people that read the book and then they want more tools. Right. And it's, you know, just, it's going to be a very low cost thing that people can come in and hang out for the month. And I'll, I'll be doing some special stuff in there. Um, and I'm excited to hopefully be able to, to create retreats and events and speak on stages again, right? And, um, you know, launching a book is no joke. So it's, it's so funny because everyone's like, what's next? I'm like, this. <laughs> We're still in it. We're still here. <laughs> We're still like, girl awakened. That's what's happening. That's what's next. And that's not going away. So read it. Go buy it. Share it with 10 people. <laughs> yes. Oh, we're not moving on yet. Okay. We're still here. We're still yeah. doing the thing. Yeah. So, that's, a, that's a really good point though, too. And I think sometimes people are very quick, you know, even myself, like, what are you doing next? Like, it's, And even in their own journey, 
journeys. Like, okay, tick that off. What am I moving on to next? And sometimes it's like, you know, honor the season that you're in and like give it what it needs and nurture it and nourish it. And, you know, even with your membership and everything like that, like that's an extension and expansion of it. So, and of the experience for those that are reading it. So I love that little acknowledgement too. Wait just a sec. Like this is where yeah. we're at. all those other things come in divine timing, but we're celebrating where we're at and such a beautiful achievement. So for those that want to grab the book, please tell them where they can go and grab it. Oh, easy. Just Google Girl Awakened, Suzanne Adams. Um, it's on Audible. So you can listen to it while you're driving, while you're doing laundry, while you're cooking. Um, your voice. While you're exercising. Yeah, I read it. Yeah, no. the whole thing. I mean, all this came together. It was divine. Like it, the timing is so on purpose right now for this book. Um, you can get it on Amazon, any of the Amazons, wherever you are in the world. Um, and go get it, read it, and then mm. tag me and tell me how you like it. I love, love. My favorite thing is to hear people, to see the post of the store, like pictures of the book all over the world and mm. people messaging me. And Audible just came out like two days ago. So now people are starting to message me with that. and like, oh my God, it's so fun. Like hearing you read it. And I'm such a novice at it because it's 400 pages. The book is long. It's like nine and a half hours on Audible. And so when I was reading it, um, you know, trained, usually trained people read it or trained authors, or when you're reading a nonfiction book, it's different than reading a fiction book. And so, you know, I, I'll tell everyone, this was cut one and we weren't doing cut two. So <laughs> bear with me on it. But people are like, oh, no, it's so awesome. And we feel the energy. So when I'm on a stage, like my voice changes and it's like this like alchemy of the way that I'm able to like shift people's energy. And yeah. so you get that when you listen to it on Audible, which is cool. And even if you read it, you still get the energy of it. Uh, either way, it's really just whatever your preference is. I love that. And I, yeah, I love when like authors read their own books on Audible. I'm like, I don't need the professional voice person. I'm like, I want to hear your voice. I love yeah. it. Then you just feel connected. Like they're just reading you the story. And I just think totally. it feels really nice. I, again, Judgment Detox was phenomenal for that. Um, the Vortex, Esther Hicks, she does mm-hmm. that. Oh God. Like I just remember driving at the time in my crappy car and just like at this point in my life where everything was just like, Oh God, like just felt so hard. But listening to those voices while I was driving every day was like, no, visualize it's coming. It's coming. I'm in the Vortex. Like, and it would just like shift everything like listening Mm -hmm. to it so love that you've got the audible version out and we'll put links to everything in the show notes so it's super easy for people okay this has been absolutely phenomenal i feel like i could keep talking to you forever but we will wrap it up (laughs) if there's one thing that's left on your heart and it's just coming through for you to share with our listeners today to leave them with what would it be I think I would just tell everyone, you know, we only have a desire if it's meant to be ours. And so many times, especially in today's world, we limit ourselves. And the more that you can tune into your heart and lead with your heart and trust, 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 trust those hunches, trust those gut feelings, trust that that intuition that is living and breathing inside of you, just wanting to burst open and you really cannot go wrong. Mm. Beautiful. Such a lovely way to finish. Suzanne, this has been phenomenal. Thank you so much for coming on. I know there'll be a lot that will want to connect with you outside of this interview. So please tell them where you're hanging out on the internet and where they can come and find you. Well, first of all, Taylor, you are just such a breath of fresh air and thank you for having me. And um, it's been a true pleasure for me too. And people can find me at, I love to play on Instagram and Instagram stories at Suzanne Adams Inc. Um, And then on Facebook at Suzanne Adams Inc. I'm on YouTube. If you just Google Suzanne Adams, I haven't really done too much with that, but it is my intention to amp that up in the future. And then uh, my website, SuzanneAdamsInc.com. 
Easy. So beautiful. Nice and succinct on all the places. So again, we'll put all those in the show notes. So it's super easy for you guys to go and find Suzanne online. Thank you again, my love. This has been so beautiful. So appreciate your time and your light. Uh, Thank you. Thanks so much for spending your time with me and for listening today. If you love the episode, please be sure to leave me a review on iTunes to let me know and screenshot the episode now to share on your stories and tag me at Tay Ray Official. If you're looking for more support in scaling out your impact and your income with your business online, be sure to head to my website, taylorray.com.au to get access to all my courses, coaching programs, and free resources. 